What is up, The Make? It is Trevor DeVage back on the microphone with you. So excited. We have another episode coming in hot right now. And uh, this table is full today. We've got a lot of people sitting at the podcast table today, and I'm really excited. First of all, Amanda, co-host extraordinaire, sitting to Hi. my left. Hi. Why are you talking like that? Every time. Why, why, do, you do, that? why do you do that? Hi, Pantano family. Oh my gosh, if that was your I'm voice, Amanda. I couldn't have you on the podcast. If that was your voice, I would be like, I'm I sorry. I would have talked to myself. That is Wait. her voice. Oh my gosh. Um, and a, a, if you've also noticed, mm-hmm. uh, Amanda's not doing dual voices as a man and a woman, but I've got Frank Nichols right across the table what from up, me. What up, Pantano? Uh, and then we've got brand new on the podcast. And she's been asking for months to be no, on the podcast. No, I haven't. She has almost every week. She has. No, every week, she's I like, don't. could I please be on the podcast? I asked to be on coffee time. Yeah, well. <laughs> I, so you're on I'm, the podcast. So you're on the podcast. So uh, we got Amy Barrett over here. And uh, so they're they're our student ministry team. Like they are. Yeah, we are. They are the, the team. And uh, they, they do all things students. Um, Amy's and, uh, really good. Uh, yeah. Frank's well, eh. Yeah, that's true. Eh. Subpar. <laughs> See, you're going to hear that voice a lot on the podcast today. So those of you that are annoyed by weird voices that Frank makes, you can just stop listening now and you can join <laughs> oh us next my. week for another episode oh of The Make. Um, so Amanda, as we kind of dive in today, we have a form and a rhythm to this. So obviously, we're going to get a lot of feedback from them. We want to hear what's going on with our student ministry uh, because there's a lot of difference making happening inside of our in, inside of our, our student ministry right now. Uh, but we are in a series yep. that we uh, we started a couple weeks ago called The Churches Left the Building. And so uh, what do you want to lean into from this last weekend, Amanda? Um, the big thing, I think, is with your dad, how all dad. your dad, you guys your had so awesome. many boulders. Yeah. And he made the point that if we didn't have all these boulders in our life, he would have never met Jesus, which started yeah. a whole. Just a whole uh, legacy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and I mean, I think that's the the biggest takeaway in my life personally is that legacy standpoint is that you don't understand generationally, which I love that you guys are on the podcast for this conversation today, because what what I don't think we understand is that generational legacy is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And you can either you can keep going down the rabbit hole of bad legacy or you can you can change a legacy. And so my dad came out of bad legacy. My grandfather, um, who is no longer with us, I mean, he's he's been now gone for I don't know years. Uh, but he was not a good man. Yeah. I'm just, like, look, we'll just be honest. He was not a good man. He was, uh, an abuser. He was, um, he ran around on my grandmother. He was, he was a gambler. He was like all these things. Like he was just, he was not a good man. Yep. And, uh, my dad was beat every day of his life. My dad was, you know, he would get in trouble for things he never did. I mean, I remember he told a story, he got hit by a car. Hmm. And got in trouble for getting hit by a car. Oh, how dare you be in the way of that car? How, how dare you be on the <laughs> sidewalk that that car wanted to drive down? Yeah. You know? I can relate to that. Yeah. I mean, I the lady who hit me with her car and broke my knee on a scooter, she looked at me and said, I need to be more careful. What's <laughs> going on with that? Away. <laughs> anyway, back talking about your dad. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. Um, but seriously, my dad could have, by all intents and purposes, my dad should have probably beat me every day of my life, Um, should have abused me, should have ran on my mom, should have like all of those things. Uh, My dad went to the military to get away from my grandfather. He went to Vietnam because he was like, my chances of survival in Vietnam were better than they Mm -hmm. were in my home. And and then my dad, who has always been a good man, but became the right man when he came to know Jesus. So you go back to his childhood, like legacy- and then he finds Jesus in the midst of all this craziness that we went through, like his, our house burned down. He moved our family. He went back to college in his mid forties when a business partner ran off with his money. Like we talked about all this Sunday. Yep. Um, but him finding Jesus was as a result of all that stuff happening. And if that doesn't happen, I don't know Jesus the way I know Jesus. I don't go into ministry. Probably I don't mean my wife or if I do, I, we're not nearly as locked in with Jesus as we are, which I don't yeah. know why I would have met her. Cause I went to Bible college. That's where I met her. Yep. Um, we don't have the kids we have. We don't have the, now my girls have a legacy that's way different than what started over here. It's starting to shift. Right. And, and that's where, you know, you look at all these oppositions in your life, these boulders that we talked about on Sunday and we think, oh, I'm just getting crushed. There's no way I can get out of this. Actually, the boulder may be the very thing leading you to the opportunity. Yep. And so that, that was the whole premise of that, that, and now we have an opportunity, if you know Jesus, to get the boulder, help people get boulders off their chest, um, help them take their opposition and give them opportunity. Well, that's, and that's when we listen to people now, we have a different perspective. They sit there and they tell us their problems and we're like, God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Now we can say, yeah, but use that. 
use that boulder as a way to be bold and it's a lesson why is that boulder in front of you why is it redirecting you somewhere now we can have the tools to. well it's like when my dad got cancer like now when i hear people say i've got cancer i'm like oh let's walk into this Mm -hmm. like before it was like man that sucks yeah i mean it still sucks but now to be able to go let me help direct you through this this part of life because we've been there as a family we we know what this looks like if you navigate it with jesus it's way different than if you don't Mm. Um, now, I'd be interested in this legacy conversation from you guys because you're seeing kids coming in with generational issues. Well, that was what, as you guys were talking, the thing that came to mind for me was um, for our students, there are so many of them that come in with their parents saying, this is where we want you to go. This is what we want you to do. And and helping them understand that, yes, take that into consideration because you need to respect your parents. You need to follow uh, the, the things that your parents are telling you to be. But at the same time, like God's plan is not for you to chase after money. It's not for you to chase after success. It's not for you to chase after those things. And and we have students right now that um, are making decisions that are reflections of their parents. Yep. And we're going, hey, you don't have to be that person, right. right? You can choose to be someone else. The struggle we have is that they still live under their parents' house, and so they still live under their parents' authority. And so it's one of those where it's like we have to balance them being who Jesus is calling them to be to their parents while at the same time helping them know that Jesus wants to write a new story with them. Yeah. So, so Amy, how would you lean into that? I think what I've noticed too lately is just seeing our students whose parents don't go to church and having conversations with them. Um, Like I can think of so many girls right now too, that we've gotten to talk to and how their families don't go to church, but we get to tell them like you get to go home and you don't need to force necessarily all of this down their throats but um they get to show jesus to their families and that's going to be such a change in their like home life and even the students who again their parents don't go to church but they've been going they were brought by friends they were brought by other adults and then now we get to see their parents show up and start attending and get baptized alongside them because their student got invited by somebody well it's the story i mean it's it's lindsey riley right lindsey riley uh, shout out Lindsay Riley, who mm-hmm. works at Native uh, down at Houghton and mm-hmm. Marianne Cleveland. Wait, she works at the wing place down there? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I got yep. to meet her, actually. Yeah. And she's I heard awesome. Story. It's Can great. she um, turn 59 cent wing day into like... Free wing? Free wing day. <laughs> um, if she's working, she might be able to. She has right. a lot of power. Oh, Lindsay, she, we need your schedule. Lindsay, I Lindsay, need to know when you're working. All right, all right, all right. So Lindsay graduated two years ago in the student ministry, right? She starts coming to church on a regular basis because she had kind of drifted but wanted to go to camp. She invites her brother, Jake. Jake starts coming to church. A couple weeks later, he invites his, uh, one of his good friends, Jordan Pinkerton. He, Jake also invited like 20 other friends, but he invites his friend, Jordan Pinkerton. Jordan uh, is uh, in service in, and pulls out his phone, has his phone going so his parents, his mom can actually hear service through his phone. Two weeks later, his parents are in service. A couple weeks later, his grandparents are in service, and now they have almost their entire family coming to church because Lindsay invited Jake, who invited Jordan. Yep. Jordan said, you know what? My parents need this and has brought them. So now you got reverse legacy happening. Right. Yeah. And yep. it's actually, it's, it's multi-directional legacy because he's impacting the legacy before him, yep. and he will impact the legacy after him. Yep. And, and probably parallel to him as well. And so it, it's a really, really cool thing to see that you guys are helping students make a difference. They're not, uh, you hear me say this all the time, both of you, like mm-hmm. we don't have a next gen department. Right. We have a this gen department. That's right. And and our this gen is, I'm, I'm not waiting for them to show up. I'm waiting for them. Like, we're not waiting. They're here. Right. So let's let's get them to show up now. Well, and, and even two weeks ago, uh, it was three now, but three weeks ago, Jordan got baptized. Just yeah. randomly. Mm-hmm. And his mom, um, we were emailing. She works at Vale Schools, and, and we were emailing, and, and she goes, it was the weirdest thing. He just all of a sudden decided, you know what, it's time for me to, to make the commitment. And this is after he's already begun shifting his le- legacy and his yeah. family's legacy. Well, and, and Amanda, you've got a lot of these kids, because you, you worked in the Vale School District yeah. for a little while, yeah. and you've got a lot of these kids that um, – that this this is their story. What what Amy shared about some of these kids that are coming mm-hmm. from very non Christian homes. There you go. And it, it's a struggle. Like you're watching these. Uh, a lot of these are girls for you. You're yep. watching these girls struggle um, because it's this weird tension they're living in. Right? They're living in this tension of the there's boulders everywhere in their life. They've got mom and dad don't understand faith. They've got an entire culture that's telling them here here's the way you ought to be living so people will pay attention to you, mm-hmm. and, and but then you've got the Jesus side like we've got one girl in particular that you mm-hmm. and I spend a lot of time with, and uh, she she's like in this weird teeter totter of 
like, which world do I live in? Yeah, I'm trying. My parents have this expectation. My school right. has this expectation. Social has, like, the world has this expectation. But now I'm a Christian. They have this expectation. Right. Where right. do I fit And she's in? like, I'm trying to be moral, but it, the, yeah. over here the world's telling me that doesn't matter. Right. And mom and dad don't really care. Yep. Um, and, and schools tell me I have to be this way. And if I don't go to college and if I don't do that, and there's this pressure that builds mm-hmm. that it's, it's a, it just lays on your chest, mm-hmm. right? And I'm watching the pressure of these kids. Like, I, um, and Frank, you and I can actually talk in the same generation because we're the same age, old. almost. You're older than me. Um, but <laughs> but I and Amy, how old are you, Amy? 25. A- Amy is 20. Just a baby. <laughs> well, and I'm just I'm glad that we have so her. many generations represented. We've got late 50s with Amanda. We've yes. got yes, 20s right. with <laughs> that's right. Whoa, uh, Dad. Somebody said you were my dad, so I'm obviously not. Well, hey, I can't. Face. I can't help how looks disseminate. Age is age, no matter how you slice it. Yeah. Hmm. But what I what I think is like I I look at the pressure my kid is under. My kids, both of mm-hmm. them, um, I didn't deal with that. Right. Nope. But first of all, my my life wasn't all over social media. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really thankful. Video phones would, did not exist when reach, I was growing up. Reacher. I would be in a lot more trouble. <laughs> I remember when we had pagers. And, oh, yeah. uh, but oh, you couldn't yeah. have a pager at school because What's they thought you're they thought you were a drug dealer. <laughs> it's in a vintage um, now. <laughs> you know they they thought you were a drug dealer if you brought a pager to school. Like yeah. you couldn't bring any of that stuff to school. Right. Uh, but there was no like lobbying for who could have the loudest voice in in the whole world. Mm-hmm. It was it was normal high school drama, right? Yeah. Um, but now the there's a pressure that you know I my gr- okay I don't. I don't know if any of you guys were like the super stellar student. If that was you, that was not me. Not me. I could have been. I I just didn't care. Um, But Mm. my kids, like, I've tried to get my kids to skip school and go do stuff with me. And they're like, Dad, we can't miss school. I'm like, what kind of weirdo are you? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like, I'm like, they're like, Dad, I'll have too much work. I'll be behind. Uh I can't do this. Like, um, if my daughter gets sick, like, she she almost dragged herself to school sick. And I'm like, okay, you can't do that. And she's like, I can't. I just won't tell anybody. I'll wear a mask. I'm like. When did that become verbiage, by the way? I'll wear a mask. That like yep. that didn't happen until a couple of years ago, right? Yep. And, and so all of these things, but I'm guessing, Amy, your generational pressure was a whole lot more. Yeah, if you heard about school. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like it's not like even I'm only so many years removed from where like our high schoolers are now and middle schoolers are now, but there still is such a noticeable gap. Yeah. Like even from when I was in high school. I graduated in twenty sixteen. So Wait. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Which is so bad. Can we just, no, no. It's just only been, it's only been seven years. Just keep seven going. Year, seven yeah, years. For you. No. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so, but even in those seven years, it's such a shift of where the kids are now mm. versus yeah. even when I was in high school. Yeah. Well, and again, the pressures, the boulders that are laying in the middle, like, I, I didn't care what my class rank was. Mm-mm. I didn't even know what a class rank was. I didn't know that till just now that there was one. Yeah. I, <laughs> that explains a lot, actually. <laughs> well, when, but when she graduated, that may not have even been a thing. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Because they, they were still etching on your stone tablet, That's your right. diploma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's well, good. chiseling. Like the Flintstones? She fell off her dinosaur. That's deep. Yeah, wow. That's, that's good. That's I'm good. only 25. Bronto. I'm 25 Bronto. times two? Mm. Brontosaurus Rex over here. Whoa. <laughs> uh, so many fine. people are going to come up to me on Sundays and be like, so really, how old are you? Really? Yeah. 67. 67. That's the age. We went up 17 no, years. Oh, 62. Uh, she already bagged on her. Do you guys her, see what I deal she with? She bagged on her mom uh, like so many weeks ago when on her she mom's birthday. 72? Yeah. yeah. And then you had me, you wanted me to say something from stage about it. And you did? And then I threw you under the bus. <laughs> and you did. <laughs> I did. I threw you completely It's so under. weird that like your mom's 72 and you're like in the 60s. That's so weird. <laughs> she yeah, it feels a lot, a lot like explaining feels a lot like uh, when She's someone thought of, you were my daughter. Yeah. Same age gap. Oh. Either you look old or I look young. Either way, I'm winning. I remember that person. They didn't have very good eyesight. That's okay. true. Yeah, it is. This it is, is true. what I was afraid of doing yeah. a podcast yeah, with these two mm. guys. Yeah, see. Mm-hmm. Notice you They're didn't say you were afraid of having like, having anything with Amy. No, I love Amy. Hey. Wait, so you don't lo- you don't love us? Is that what I, I just heard? Listen, you're the brothers I never wanted. Mm. Yeah, that's exciting. Probably yeah. needed. And you're the sister we can't get rid of. Yeah, that's true. Um, Touché. You know, that's true. There's all Touché. that. Um, so I, I would lean in. Let's lean back harder into this conversation. I would be interested now, like shift from the legacy conversation, but you guys are raising up difference makers in your ministry. So I like, and Amy, I'm going to share a little bit of story of just you and I, because you and I were actually on this team before together, before they were ever even thought of on this team. And I remember walking in the door with you and it was like, you're kind of hanging on for dear life coming out of COVID, like student ministry department had kind of imploded through that whole process. Um, Not, not to throw shade, (laughs) but poor, 
poor Amy. I was like every day. I'm like, uh, she's not even crying happy tears. She's just, she's just crying. like crying. <laughs> like it just like uh, I felt so. I was only here 15 days a month the first six months. So I'd come in and I'm like, oh, sweetie, you're still crying. I left a month ago. I you were stopped. you were crying. Um, so well, I feel like for you it was like both celebration and like yeah. a little sadness because you're like, oh, she made it another 15 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I came back, I was like, okay, cool, she's still here. Um, when she finally decorated her office for real, I'm like. Right. I was in it. My girl has transitioned. Decorated. There it is. Um, <laughs> but our student ministry in the last two years has seen such a transformation. Yes. Of And, and uh, there, there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, but uh, Amy was, uh, honestly, and uh, our listeners, if you have kids in our student ministry and have for a while, you'll understand this. Amy was really the the student ministry glue for our church for mm-hmm. uh, coming out of COVID and really the next year, year and a half after that. And, um, it, you know, you went from being hired as an associate to you overseeing all of it. And you, you were like, I I didn't sign up for this, but here we are. And what I love is, is that it, it kind of built your leadership moxie a little bit. Like you, you came out of that a lot stronger. You came out a lot better. Um, I, I would argue, and I've said this, Frank, you can attest to this in Nashville. Like I, I've told people, I'm like, we've got probably Mm -hmm. the best female student pastor Mm -hmm. in the country. Um, and it, and I, that's not even a joke. That's sweet. legit. Agreed. That's I'm, <laughs> no, it's agreed. I don't do sweet. I, I do, <laughs> I do reality. Yep. Um, and, and I believe like your ability to communicate is great. Your ability to love kids is awesome, but your ability, your leadership ability mm-hmm. with the humility of the, the spirit of God is pretty high. And in your, you're really smart when it comes to EQ, like you're just understanding how mm-hmm. your, your ministry EQ is really high. And, but watching over the last couple of years, I remember the, the first couple of times I was here and you're like, I'm sorry. You just kept telling me you're sorry. Mm-hmm. And you're like this. And I'm like, well, what are you apologizing for? You get to now create the culture you want to create. You get to create the ministry that you want to be a part of. You d- Now it's not what you inherited. It's what you get to build. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we hired Frank in the middle mm-hmm. of that, um, which I, you were very excited about. Uh, Partly, there was a moment where I'm not sure you was as excited, um, especially once we hired yeah. Frank. You were like, "Ah, crap!" Um, <laughs> that was about a year ago, right? No, no. But to see where that was, where you were kind of yeah. in the fray, and now you guys, along with and and actually uh, Jonathan's in the room right now, mm-hmm. get a bunch of social media stuff. He's on that as a resident. Um, mm-hmm. We have got um, Erica Otero. We've got Erica. Yeah. Uh, we have got. I'm just got Joseph. Mm-hmm. We. I mean, we we've got um, who else am I thinking? Of? Josiah. Yep. Uh, we've just. You're starting to see this team build in a way that is is raising up difference makers, mm-hmm. difference makers, making mm-hmm. difference makers. Uh, Amy, I'm going to start with you. Like that process of getting from way over here to, yeah. I, I like, I remember the first Wednesday night I showed up and like literally people were walking up to me going, okay, it's not always like this. And I'm like, right. Oh, but it is. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, well, first of all, let's stop with that phrase. Let's yeah. start with where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but Amy, I want to start with, what did you see moving from over here? It was like hanging on for dear life yeah. in a, not a great way to over here. Now y'all are hanging on for dear life in the best of ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what do you attribute that shift of difference making starting to happen in our student ministry? Yeah, I think, well, it's funny that you bring this, all of that up. Cause I did think about that as I was listening to the message on Sunday and just what my, like being at Pantano, cause you had mentioned in your message, like Pantano has really shifted how, like how you view the church and it has like mm-hmm. saved mm-hmm just your view of the church and that's really awesome. And I thought about how there was a season where I felt like not the opposite, but I had never worked in a church. I had never, this is my first job out of college. And so for what I experienced, I was like, Oh my gosh, is this what it's supposed to be like? No. Um, (laughs) So, so being able to go from where I was and you're talking about the team that we have, which is such an incredible team. I love our team. I really do. Um, but to there was a season when I didn't have a team. Even you when were, it, you were I the was team. the team, yes. And so it made to, meetings a lot easier though. It did. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I was by myself. And didn't oh, I, didn't have to do ma- it. I didn't mention Chelsea either. You guys have an oh, yeah. incredible, yes, an admin. incredible admin, Chelsea, who's <laughs> yes. a rock star. Yes, That's the she thing is. is their team is so big and they've grown <laughs> like, so I've, much. I'm, I'm, I keep getting everybody. I keep thinking through the team right now and I'm like so oh, yeah, many. and then there's that and person. That person. <laughs> and then there's that person. Well, and shout out to Chelsea because she's yeah. kind of the glue. Like, yeah. she plays the background so She makes so everything well. happen for yeah. us. So. And, and she made me one of the coolest people on the planet. Oh, on yeah. Top of that, oh, yeah. For sure. So, sorry to interrupt no, that, but I was just thinking uh, through your team. Yes. She really does make everything happen for us. Um, no, but to go from, again, not having 
a team to having this full team and to be able to see that grow. And I started thinking about, again, just in relation to Sunday's message, just being able to see the numbers of the church grow. And I, something I've been like instilled in from my home church is like, as young people, we are the church. It doesn't start when you turn 18. It doesn't start when you turn 21. Like they are the church now. And to see these students grow into who they are because of our culture change and because of the leaders that we've been able to like add into our ministry as well. Mm-hmm. We had some really great ones when I came in as well, but to see, <laughs> but to see this, the growth of that and the shift that our difference makers have made and are mm-hmm. continuing to make to move in the direction that Frank and I are leading the ministry mm-hmm. has been incredible because Again, we've seen it. Like, that's all I've gotten to see since I've been here is growth versus, like, I haven't, obviously, I came in two months after Pantana reopened from um, COVID. And so when you start a ministry with only. When you started at baseline, you know, you only see grow. 33 kids. Um, (laughs) Significantly different now. yeah, Yeah. So you just see it. And again, I even, I think about what the room setup was. When I first got on staff, we had the, I'm like doing with my hands as if everyone can see. <laughs> I do that all the time. We so had don't like the, the chairs all spaced out mm-hmm. for social distancing and we probably only had like five oh, kids for I each small group. Mm-hmm. I know. Distancing. Oh my gosh. But Sometimes I wish it still existed. <laughs> He's looking at me. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Wait. But now they're squished. Like there was a season yeah. even before we yeah. made the split, like the room was so full mm-hmm. and to see that was incredible and on on my end of things like that's all I wanted and that's what I knew ministry was supposed to look like and so to finally get there for myself was really really cool to just see and experience so well you've you've leaned in to yourself believing that you can make a difference Um, and obviously you're on staff and you get paid to do this and but it's really hard when you don't think you're making a difference Mm -hmm. to feel like you're making a difference and there was this boulder in your life of should I even keep doing this? Should yes. I should I be here? Should I be in ministry? Mm-hmm. Um, I know all those things were swirling around, um, but I'm really glad that you you saw the opposition as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, you and I had a lot of those conversations early on of like, hey, we're here to support you. Like, mm-hmm. we got your back. Like, you're not in this alone. Even when you feel like you're on this island, it's like, you're not on an island. We got you. Um, and so now to see 33 kids, to go to uh, a few hundred kids, mm-hmm. um, and to see a student section on Sunday morning that is driving the culture of our church with, uh, with worship and with how they're living out their faith, and mm-hmm. we're sharing their stories on the big screen with our yep. with our adults, yep. and uh, they're helping. Uh, I remember when we had the celebration weekend a few weekends ago, and I, one of the most beautiful pictures for me was um, just dozens of students storm our stage in our main worship mm-hmm. service. Mm-hmm. And then you got like 70 year old women and mm-hmm. men storming the stage with them. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then you got like the 70 year old lady that started a conga line during worship with <laughs> your students, awesome. but she ran out of gas cause she was like, I forgot how steep those <laughs> stairs are. Um, but to see intergenerational and then to see our seniors, yep. um, our senior adults that are looking at me going, this is what we dreamed of for the church. Yeah. And I, I'm just telling you, coming from the Midwest, that was not always the case of this is what we dreamed of. It was like, can you tell them to get a little respect? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, then you would have told David to get respectful because he was mm-hmm. dancing in his underwear all over the streets. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, to watch that that culture shift for you guys is one of the – now, I'm a youth minister at heart. I did youth ministry for a long time. And so I just do it for adults now. They just have more resources and lie better about what they're dealing with. Um, they think they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but – but to watch our student ministry now, because the first couple of years here, we've talked about this. Our our church growth is the first time I've ever been a part of a church where our mm-hmm. church growth wasn't driven by students and kids. Yep, It's been driven by adults, mostly adult men that are finally raising up to be spiritual leaders in their community, yep. in their home. Let's go. Um, but now we're starting to see the, the balance of, oh, our students are now finally, they've got two adult leaders that believe more than two, but you two is leading the front. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got two adult leaders that believe in them, invest in them, show up for them. Um, like imagine that you just show up where kids are, you don't expect them to show up here. And now they want to show up and be a part of what you're, mm-hmm. what you're a part of, you know, game of the week. Like I, if you listen to this and it's not game of the week, it's games and events of the, it should, should be called the week. Um, because you guys show up everywhere. Yeah. Like one of my favorite stories is that seventh grade kid last year, you yeah. showed up and Frank was like, you're not even excited that I'm here. And he goes, why? You're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Accurate. You guys show up everywhere. 
Um, and, and there's something about just the art of showing up. Like if I could go train youth ministers that are in their twenties that think they're trying to be super cool and kids will show up. First of all, you're not cool. Yeah. Secondly, they don't think you're cool. Um, thirdly, don't expect them to show up where you are just because you wear skinny jeans and you've got skinny good, jeans are out. They're yeah. not, they're coming back. <laughs> unfortunately, um, everybody's talking about my tie pants. Um, but the, the kicker is like, just cause you have a cool program. I mean, kids are going to show up. They have, you, they have more options and more fun mm-hmm. options than coming to hang out with me. Of course so, they do. I mean, uh, so do I. Or hanging me. out with Amy. Same. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about Amy. They don't have any more fun options than hanging out with Amy because Amy's pretty fun. But you, yes. But you. Mm-hmm. But you know what's really cool? The game of the week was like Frank and Frank and Amy. And then maybe Amy's husband and then Frank's wife and kid. Now it's like 30 people. I yeah. went oh, on yeah. Friday. Hi. We took up almost a whole section. Was that Micah's homecoming game? Yeah. Yeah. It was insane how many Pantano people. And when I was walking around, I would see some of our students and they're like, where's the Pantano section? And I'm like, let me show you. Yeah. <laughs> like we're the cool section over there. Well, here's what, yeah. me, but, here's what but here's what is great about that is that when you show up for people, that's infectious for other people. Yep. Yeah. So now what, what was Amy and 33 kids is now you've leaned into and you guys became two people and 75 kids. Yep. Yeah. And then it was, and then you started building a team of difference makers around you in our church. And you've got these amazing adult difference makers that they show up with you now. Mm-hmm. So you've created a culture of difference makers that show up. Right? They're doing the generational gap thing. A- absolutely. Mm-hmm. And this is no shade at anybody that's mm-hmm. been in student ministry prior in this, in this environment here. And I get COVID was a whole thing and it, 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 it is what it is. But there was a season where you had adults that they didn't know to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have anybody driving them to go anywhere because youth ministry was a come and see, come participate. Um, and so some of your adult leaders that were here before that may not still be at Pantano, they don't, they didn't understand this. Why do I need to go show up? I've got yeah. my own family. I got well, my own time. Well, there was this mistake prior to COVID of, of a belief that we were still functioning within a Christian culture, right? It, the United right. States has shifted for a long time, mm-hmm. but there was still this like belief. We see it in the Midwest all the time. Absolutely. Right? But with COVID, what we've seen is social understanding for students and for the world in general has kind of been stripped away. But then when you add in that with that, this illusion that we are a Christian country, that we are still a Christian nation has been stripped away also, it means that we're back We're back at baseline. We're back at the, the very starting point of going, okay, well, what is it? Well, Jesus walked around and found 12 people, and he hung out with them. And right. so from there, those 12 people reached somebody else, and then they reached somebody else. And, and, and so I'd like to say that we're, we're reinventing the wheel, but we're going back to the place. Well, you're just, just being Jesus line. and the yep. apostles. Exactly. Yep. Like, I, I mean, it, it's the art. It, Brooke Brotsman always says the art of the hang. Yep. You know, like you, you don't have to do a lot to engage people. Just show up where people are or invite them into your, not your business. And I'm not saying the church is a business, but this is our business, right? Mm-hmm. But when I invite somebody to my patio versus into Sunday morning, mm-hmm. my neighbor's way more likely to show up on my patio and hang out with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you show up at a kid's game, when you show up at, at a theater program, when you show up at a choir event, like my, I'll use my daughter's example. Like she's, she's the lead at, at the play this year at Siena She was last year. Um, y'all showed up. Yeah. And not only did you show up, Amy, but her small group leader showed up mm-hmm. and her friends showed up mm-hmm. and girls in her small group showed up and, and the girls in her small group brought their moms yep. and they showed mm-hmm. up. And so when she got done, my brand new kid to this area for less than six months had an army of people that just showed up. Yep. And now what does your daughter do? Shows up. Yep. Yeah. And, and the kicker is my daughter has always been the one that shows up and no one ever showed up for her. Yep. Yeah. Like we always show up. Yeah. We're mom and dad. But yeah. when you got people outside of mom and dad that show up and my, and you know, you guys know Natalie, she's, she's a no nonsense kid. Like mm-hmm. if you don't want to know where, where she gets it from, if you, her mother, <laughs> her mother. if you don't want to know what she's thinking, don't stand within 10 feet of her. Right. Yeah. Um, but my, my hard edge girl's got a soft inside, you know, she's got a hard chocolatey shell, but she's got a soft inside. And when I get her alone, it means like, like Amy, you don't even know this. Like this morning I, I'm getting ready and she texts me from her bedroom. She's like, did you tell Amy I'm sick? I was like, what are you talking about? Is she sick? I texted yeah. her this morning. I know she's yeah. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> yeah. So she texts me. She goes, did you tell Amy I was just like, I was like, I'm, I no, I don't text Amy randomly at night to tell her you're <laughs> sick. That's weird. Um, I'm like, that would just be strange. Like I, I think her husband would have a little issue if I'm texting her at two o'clock in the morning. Like, Hey, FYI, and Amy, I just want to let you know, like that's weird. Well, she wouldn't get it anyway. I no, mean. that's true. That's true. Um, but, but she was, I was like, why are you asking? And she was like, no reason. And I went in her bedroom before I left. And, and she was like, I was like, Hey, why were you asking me? 
And she goes, well, because Amy texted me this morning to encourage me and tell me she was praying for me. And I was like, oh, yeah, she did that on her own. Like, I was like, just so you know, I don't bait her to send you messages. But that's a thing here, I'm going to just say at Pantano, because Chris will message me out of nowhere, and I'm actually going through something. And I'm like, how did he? That's weird. And then Sunday, Frank walks up behind me, and he goes, stop spiraling. How he knew I was in that moment, I have no idea. Oh, I know how And then, okay. But then he walked away, and I was like, how, what? And he was right, and I got my act together. But there's something about Pantano where everybody... Just there's something you feel that I need to reach out to that person. I just yeah. high five myself. Just want to. I, I but that's you. like a normal m- a Tuesday. So we we actually hey, can you stay on point. We actually just <laughs> stopped paying attention to that because we see you do it so much. <laughs> you know what? We're just a very encouraging team, so I encourage myself too. Nice mm-hmm. high five. Or maybe mm-hmm. I would. I could make the assumption that nobody encourages you, so you have to encourage <laughs> that's yourself. Where my brain so that's where my that's goes. Like sometimes if, you got to spin okay. it. You I'm gonna start. I'm it. gonna do a version of that where I'm just gonna walk by myself and be like. Fist bump, way to go! I do that sometimes. Is it is it be it's real? Be yeah. real. I just saw. Okay, no, is it? okay. This is this is so hilarious, right? Now, did it just go off? Yeah. yeah. Mine didn't even go off yet, so that's fun. Let me uh, cool. let me get rocking right cool, here. Cool, 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 cool. cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> we, now, if you guys get that reference, we mine's mine's not gone off yet. Mine's still yesterday. Oh, oh there yeah. it goes. Yikes. There it goes. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Frank over there in a microphone. Frank making his be real face. <laughs> I'm making my Frank's making us be real face face. Um, that's what I just did. Uh, there's a whole section of our listeners right now is like, what the what heck is, is being real? Right this is why we're going to put this on YouTube. What is be real? No, no. But this here's show. the thing. Even if it, no to me. But do you know how much work that is? <laughs> a lot. Jonathan will do it. No, Jonathan, no, Jonathan, Jonathan doesn't have the hours to do, do that. It. <laughs> Unless he wants to be a, a difference maker where he's not paid to do that part, oh. just on his own difference making schedule. Um, uh, and he um, just left. So let me just brag on Jonathan for a second. Yes, please. He was at Rocky Point Rocky taking Point. pictures, filming <laughs> yeah. like all the things. Dawn to to dusk, right? All day. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you start with Dawn. I was like, who's Dawn? Like, I don't remember meeting her. <laughs> I don't remember meeting Dawn. They're, they're very nice. Where's, she, where's Dawn? Dusk and Dawn, they're great. Yeah, they're, Both of them. And so he's working all day. And then I look at his time card. Dude doesn't clock in at all. And I'm like, buddy, you, you got you to gotta log hours. And he's yeah. like, oh, I was just volunteering. I'm like, okay, I uh, see we, you, we, Hey, we don't have volunteers, by the way. We have difference makers. So yeah, you were, you were right. making a difference. You weren't mm-hmm. volunteering. Well, and then that he did say volunteering, so I, I stopped texting him. Yeah, so. <laughs> and but you're done. And, very generous. And you're basically your, But you know what's out. funny? We got his photos when he sent them to Aaron, and mm-hmm. Aaron was expecting a couple hundred. What was it? Like 1,200, 600 some photos, 300 some video. Like he went all out. Ham. Yeah, and which is amazing. Ham. Mm-hmm. I like that you just went ham. <laughs> you define that for our listeners. That is a great deep cut <laughs> reference, Amy. Like that's that's a reference probably older than you. Um, and I like that you just pulled that out. She just she said he went You're ham. So proud. If you don't know what ham means, please don't Google it. Yeah. Um, but oh. it's it's a great phrase. Oh, um, actually, oh no, don't say it. She doesn't it. know what it means. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll talk off uh, mic, Amy. Yeah. We'll talk off it. mic. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, but again, this this is coming out of our student ministry. Yeah. This is coming out of uh, here. You have. Uh, and I, I hate to even use this word as a as a resident. He's more than a resident, right? He right. he is a he is a pastor on our staff. Whether whether there's a title or a, right. a certificate to go, I don't care. Um, but he's he's pastoring on our staff. Yep. And uh, and he's doing it in a resident role. But his heartbeat is, I want to be a part of what's happening. I want to make a difference. Um, like to not even think to fill out a time card, being at Rocky Point, doing all of mm-hmm. this that speaks to the heart of what the culture is you guys are creating inside of our student ministry, Mm -hmm. which is the culture inside of our church, which is the culture inside of what we're trying to develop in our community. Um, I I played in the gospel rescue um, missions golf tournament yesterday. And the best compliment I was given was uh, a guy didn't even go to our church. Um, He came up to me and he goes, he goes, you're the pastor at Pantano, right? And I was like, maybe like, where's this, where's this headed? (laughs) Like I'm, I'm trying to figure out where you're going. And he said to me, he goes, um, we've visited a couple times and they live on the other side of town. So it's a really big hall for them to come over here. He mm-hmm. goes, but we visited, he goes, I've never been in a place where every single person I've met is on mission. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, it's special. Yeah. There's something special about what's happening in this place. Um, Amy, you have a very, you, you and I have the same Midwest context mm-hmm. and you know, Midwest church. It's hard to find a church that's like, I just don't meet anybody here. That's not on mission. Right. It's mm-hmm. rare. Like if I find them, it's like, oh, where are you from? The Midwest, right? I mean, not mm. to bag on my Midwesterners, but Midwest church is way different. Yeah. yeah. Showing up here, man, like there's just a, there's a nuance to mission that 
and it goes from those that are 90 years old all the way down to those that are nine years old. I mean, they're just well, the on culture mission. and, and shout out to, to Glenn and Roger and, Absolutely. and all the leadership, but the foundation they've built. And then you coming in and being a catalyst for saying the culture, it's the, you're going to have to help me here. It's not the, um, sit and take, it's the go and make, right? Yeah, I right. Yep. said that out of order, but, no, that's right. <clears throat> but that culture being shifted, right? That is so different than almost every other church. And what's what's unique, and Amy and I have talked about this in the last week, is the people that are still around that are sitting and taking mm-hmm. are unusual, yeah. yeah, right? And that's even like we're able to see that with our difference makers in the student ministry. We're able to go, okay, we're here. Let's take it take it to another level because this is the culture. Well, right? they're a minority now. Exactly. In the Midwest, exactly. the minority is the people who are actually going out and being ministering. Exactly. Yeah. Now you're the minority if you're sitting and taking. You're now you're looking around like, oh wow, am I the? Well, you now you have to. Now you exactly. But well, you can't. You can't. Here's what's crazy: the size of Pantano. People think they could come here and hide. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. About mm. three weeks, and you realize I can't hide here. Nope. Yep. Because if I'm not doing something active for the for the mission of the gospel of Jesus, I stand out like a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm giving a lot of shade to the Midwest. I've got some friends at some incredible churches in the Midwest that are doing this very thing. My oh, buddy, yeah. my buddy, Aaron Brockett at Traders Point in Indianapolis, they are slaying it. Um, I think of uh, my buddy, um, Ted just took over in Chicago mm-hmm. at Parkview um, Christian church up there. They're, mm-hmm. they're killing it at Parkview um, community Christian church in, in Naperville. They're, they're, uh, Chris Vandalin down in the St. Louis area, there, Southern yep. Illinois. Uh, you just you can go through all these these high capacity churches. The problem is the majority of of churches that outside of their realm in their communities are not doing that. Right. Yep. Um, and and that's what's sad to me because you're missing out on the opportunity. You get so wrapped up in minutia, you don't get on mission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can get in the weeds of minutia, then the enemy's got your church distracted to the point that you just you're. You're just a resounding gong in the community that nobody cares about. Yeah. Um, and I go back to, I've heard this for years since I've been in ministry, the question, I, I think it goes back to Bible college. The question was, if if your church does not exist in your community today, does anybody even notice? Right. Mm. Does anybody care? If Pantano went away today, they would leave a gaping hole yep. in, well, in Tucson. I get to have a one-on-one with Roger every other week just to, to, to see where I'm at. and, and uh, who's, at. who's Roger? Roger's our ex- executive pastor. Okay. Uh, I, I know who Roger is. I just, I'm, some of our well, listeners may be I, like, who's Roger? I no, like Roger's famous. I get to have. That was, oh, that's the thing about Roger. I've, I've always, I've been in ministry, in vocational ministry 25 years. Yeah. I've never had good one-on-one experiences. Mm. And I look forward. And then poor Roger, he would say, if he was sitting <laughs> there, I have to meet with Trevor every week well, and, and every he, day. And yeah. he would say, I have to meet with Frank every other week. <laughs> right? And then he would say, I get to meet with, yeah, you know. With Amy. Oh. With Amy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I like good. that you finished with the A, and I was I like, did. you're going to say Amanda, but we know it's Amy. Yeah. Well, but back on point, I'm the one getting us on point. What's up with that? <laughs> That's weird. But but Roger Welcome even laughed. Good job. Last week in our one-on-one, Roger's like, okay, we've taken it to this point. Now, if we're going to reach the 850,000 in, in Pima County that don't know Jesus, we've got to go to another level. Like, he's like, we can't just change our culture. We have to begin proactive. Change the culture. Yes, exactly. And so just just that mentality of going, we are not satisfied with where we're at. We have to keep moving is just infectious. Yeah. Well, yes. and what's funny with all the things we just talked just about for, for 30 minutes. <laughs> she just poked me. All the, <laughs> all the things goes back to that was, boulders. That was weird. You know, I'll poke no, you. No. No. Goes, but, hey, now back back on it track. It goes back Sorry. to boulders. Yes. Exactly what you talked about. Amy had a huge boulder. She could have made the decision that this is nuts. I don't want to be part of this. And because she had the boldness to stick with it, she was where she was. Then you were going through boulders and you're like, you had to make a choice to move your family here. Mm-hmm. You had you were mm-hmm. bold. You got through that. And because you guys had boldness over boulders, Look at where our student ministry yeah. is, and you guys are building other people to think the same. Oh, student and, leadership and that's, is that's the same. both their stories because yeah. you could have mm-hmm. tapped out not only, like you could have tapped out here, and you could have been a ministry statistic. Yep. Um, at 23, 24 years old, and you could be like, "Screw this, I'm out. I don't want to do this anymore. Church is hard. Church, church is not fun. I don't want to be a part of this." There's moments where it is not fun because it's life. Um, Frank, you came out of a circumstance, same thing. You had this boulder of like, I don't think I'm ever going to get asked to be in yeah. ministry again. Who's yeah. going to hire me again? Who's right. going? And, and yet here you are. Yep. And mm-hmm. and God took this beautiful like could have been drastically different and molded together this kind of this beautiful team mm-hmm. of mission and ministry that 
I think we're going to watch years and years to come of this. And yeah. now, you, now you put Will in the mix with our mm-hmm. children's ministry, yeah. and you see him leading on that front, which becomes now this entire conglomerate of, man, this team of, of this gen ministry, I'm telling you right now, is a force to be reckoned with here in this community. Well, yep. and if you think how well we do with adult ministry, I mean, every Sunday we're all touching everybody. We're talking to everybody. I've introduced you. Like, we had another student come because, like, the students that I've introduced have brought him and his mm-hmm. family and yeah. I introduced them to you. And they're like, we've been looking for somewhere. Yep. We're constantly like talking to everybody and making sure that we hear them and we talk to them and they're doing, that's how they leave and they yeah. do the same thing to other people. Cause we do it to them. Yeah. Well, before we jump away from, from talking about how awesome Amy is mm. when we were at Spire, like Spire, uh, Spire. is that a thing? A year yeah. ago, they made a thing. it a thing. Oh, these no, two? <laughs> no, it is a thing. No, Spire is definitely a thing. Spire. No, that actually came out of my mentor group with Cal. Because oh. Spire. Spire. <laughs> so, so at Spire, a year ago, I'm looking for people that can help mentor Amy and be and, and walk alongside her as a, as a woman in, in student ministry and all these things. This year, the script had, the script, the script. The script. The script. The script. Yo. Flip. Yo. The script flippy. <laughs> um, and so, the script had flipped. Um, and it was me talking to uh, people who are looking for mentors and leaders of uh, women in ministry, specifically in student ministry. And it was Amy's name that was getting thrown out. Hey, we have this amazing uh, student pastor, Amy, who can walk alongside uh, your staff and your team. Yep. And so just to be able to see um, in the time that I've been here, in the in the what I've been here a year like and a half. A long, yeah. long time. Yeah. And so, so uh, in the year and a half that I've been here, <laughs> Yes. And so in the year and a half I've been here uh, to see how far Amy's come from like scared and, and worried and crying almost every day in the <laughs> office. Kind of like she was about being on the podcast this morning because yeah. she didn't have I questions. Wasn't. Oh, well, oh, she wasn't. I wasn't crying. She no. Did, she did Sunday. She asked me three times. So are they nope. going to give us a script? Are they going to give us questions? <laughs> no. But Amanda told me this morning, you guys. That, that you were going to get a script? Well, we, there's supposed to be an outline. Yeah. But oh. Pastor Bob's not here. Scrippity so. flippity. We don't care about no script. <laughs> we don't script. Well, then I was like, actually, Trevor's going to lead it. So you have nothing to worry about. No, this is just a conversation. He doesn't look at an outline. He is the outline. Um, something sure. Wherever it goes is where, where we go. Um, on your phone there, I'm, I'm, Amy? Oh, oh she's, she's reading her own notes. Her. <laughs> she's like, she's <laughs> like, I'm just seeing if anybody liked my B-reel yet. Like, <laughs> I like my B-reel. They have, by the way. Hey, Amy, <laughs> beca- because you said this. Now, oh. um, I'm going to be full disclosure, but I'm going to I'm gonna hit this button. Because you... You've talked about this segment a lot of why yeah, you want to be on the podcast. Is uh, there any coffee? <laughs> no, but we're going to talk about it. Oh, I drank it all. I drank my coffee this morning. Um, oh, you guys. But I'm going to let the beat drop for Amy. I want her to have it. Mm, I want her to have you. this moment. Um, and we are going to take a minute because coffee time is so much more than just coffee, even though that's what we've called coffee time. Um, but, Amy, I'm going to ask because you were like, I just want to be on coffee time. Why did you just want to be on coffee time? I'm curious. Yeah, Amy. Because yeah, I Amy. am an, because, can I tell you why? Yes, for right real? now. Yeah. Because I am an advocate for the people, and as a Starbucks, as a Starbucks drinker, there is nothing wrong if you like Starbucks. She said, "I'm the advocate <laughs> for the people." That is what? why there I is nothing wrong with liking and drinking Starbucks or Dunkin'. Or I didn't say or, there's anything wrong with it. If you like crappy coffee, no, no, or Dutch Bros. I, I had Dutch Bros yesterday. It's or, still crappy coffee. I saw it in your or, golf cart it, on that Folgers? picture. I was like, Whoa. Folgers? No, that's where we draw the line. No, I don't. Did I'm you just, just say no, you draw the Folgers? line? No, I don't drink oh. it. I drink Nestle. Next she's gonna be like Maxwell no, House. No, oh, no. I don't even know what that. I go to McDonald's and get Pete's coffee. No, Pete's. Pete's used to be like a brick and mortar. Like I know. It's like a. It's like a. Here, here's, a, here's a deal. I'm not throwing shade if you like crappy coffee. There's just better coffee no, to be had. No, it's you calling it crappy coffee. Because <laughs> it is. Barrett, My husband drinks <laughs> Folgers and it smells terrible in our house in the morning no. and it tastes Amy, like let me, let me just explain something. It's kind of like people <laughs> that? that think the best is without Jesus before they know Jesus. It's okay. I've like if you're, had, if you're over here living your no, life. No, I've had. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I promise you haven't. Welcome I've to coffee had, time, Amy. I've had like craft coffee. And it did not change my life. Then you didn't have the but right craft coffee. you know what changed my life? Jesus. Duncan. <laughs> not Jesus. I better be Jesus. It's hey, not Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, a pumpkin sweet cream cold brew. Okay, that's not coffee. <laughs> that I, is coffee. I no, it's not. That's, that's sugar. That's that, is, deli- that is sugar. Yes. Do you that know, is not coffee. Amy, it is. Almost I don't every drink podcast. 
I don't know. Whoa. Drink I wish this was on camera. <laughs> it is. He's they taking video right now. They were both looking at Amy, and I go, well, you, you know started what? talking. And you both are you going to say, say what you're going to say? <laughs> he looks like a mirror. <laughs> I, 90% of the time, I have a Starbucks on this table. That's true. Yeah. And yeah, only cool. one person made fun of me. If it I, wasn't you. Have I thrown shade at you? No, you only one person, and it wasn't you. Here's what I'm saying. When I'm going to pinch, like yesterday, I was I was. Did at, you get Starbucks? No. Worse. I was at, no, it's not worse. It's actually better. Not their like Americano what? though. You yeah, their Americano is way better. Talk? Let let the man talk. <laughs> me thank and you, Frank. Are hey, go thank fight. you, Mirror Man. No, don't knuckles. Man in the mirror, no right knuckles, there. Or so so it. yesterday, I played in the Gospel Rescue tournament, and I stayed at Casino del Sol the night before. They put us up the whole day. Is this the place with the Italian food? Oh yeah, oh. we we ate dinner there oh, on Sunday yeah. night. Did you? Oh, yeah. oh yeah, and I had the pesto gnocchi that is so oh, good. You're killing me. So yesterday Italian morning, food is I, so good. Here's here's all I I'm married to an Italian. Yeah, and she can cook. Um, so I get up yesterday morning like four thirty. I'm at a casino, right? Like so, I go downstairs. I'm like everything's got to be open. No, no I don't. Oh. No, because I like my money. I would. Um, and, and so I wouldn't I, do that either. So I got up. I, there's a coffee shop at the casino. I know this. We've walked around uh, the whole deal. So I've already scoped it out. It. I'm, I go down. How do you not have a coffee shop open at six o'clock in the morning at a casino? That's nonsense. Well, don't you gamble twenty four seven? You or want not pe- you, but people. You want people to stay, Correct. right? And you want them to be awake. Like the ninety year old lady that was at the slot machine at right. six o'clock yesterday morning needs some coffee. Correct. I mean, like hook her How, up. Yeah, she's gonna keep spending money. So I Google, I Google because I have to be back by seven. So I Google coffee shop close to me. The only two things pop up were Starbucks and Safeway, and Dutch Bros. You don't want to get out of your car. No, I don't want to get out of my car. So Dutch Bros. Because I, I don't have time for all that nonsense. So I go. I know. I like go turning your car off, like walking. Like you know how much nonsense. longer it takes because Dutch Bros. You, is efficient. Well, you do yeah, have short legs. Is long. Yeah, you do yeah. have short legs. But I do yeah, because you're them massively not tall. Talk to me. So so I, I Dutch Bros. Americano. I'm average height for an American I will tell male. You, that, no, that's debatable. Whoa, um, he's know, not average in any he's way. He's not average in no. any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Uh, below, um, <laughs> below. But, but my, below average. My mom, uh, but, my mom says I'm special. Yeah. Does she go? Oh, Frank, you're special. <laughs> so I go to Dutch Bros yesterday. She does say it that. I way. will tell you this. I think Dutch Bros Americano is better than Starbucks. Here's why I can't get behind Starbucks. They burn all their beans, and they do it on purpose for a consistent brew. The reason why you like Starbucks is because they put milk and sugar and whipped cream. Okay, wait, maybe I should add, I don't drink black coffee. Then you're not drinking coffee. (laughs) You are drinking a mixed drink. But I've had black coffee. Mm, But you've not had it. So it doesn't matter. I guess it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, I've had it. Like one time? No, a couple of times. If she was here for that. Dustin was like, the best part of waking (laughs) up is bulges in (laughs) your cup. If she was here for that taste testing, that... I mean, you could, that's really good coffee. It was fantastic. Yeah. I hope we can bring that to Pantano someday. So, Amy, really you got to come coffee. back on the show, and I will have a yeah. legit coffee time with you, and I will make you. I'll make her the mythical, the fruit-infused the mythical. Weird one. Yeah. 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 Do it. The yeast inoculated. No, don't, but don't say oh, that. I'm giving yeast. you words. I'm giving I you got, words. I want to like give her it. words. Trust me. See, you, she you just said like you. No. Well, because he's. <laughs> what? I said what, Amy? <laughs> what did you say? What did you say? I was chiming in with the mystical and musical. Mythical. That's Not what mystical. I said. I've Not been there. <laughs> I've literally been to that coffee shop. Where is it at? In Phoenix. In Gilbert. Yeah. I, well, I went to the Scottsdale location. Okay. And what did you get? A latte. Uh-huh. With <laughs> a lot of sugar and milk. You're, you're proving my point once again. <laughs> milk extra, and sugar. Extra sweet. <laughs> with a shot of espresso. Um, what do you think about cold brew, though? I can't drink hot coffee. Well, oh, I like cold I like brew. cold brew if it's brewed like an actual cold brew. is supposed to be brewed. Yeah. And do you do you put things in it? I, if I do, a splash of oat milk. But normally I like black Oat what milk. is a splash of oat milk? Like, what's like a splash? splash. Like, push, like splash. It. splash. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Welcome to coffee time. Uh, um, I am going uh, to Phoenix uh, November 5th in mythical. Mi- oh, what <laughs> is that? Mystical? I'm, I'm going to go, oh. mythi- go mythical. <laughs> I'm going to go mythical. It's on my oh, list no. of places to <laughs> no. go. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why do I talk? Mythical. I haven't figured that out. Mythical, mythical <laughs> Mary over here just doing a thing. Mythical um, Mary. So I'm going to I'm gonna need you to bring back a little something something when you go to Mythical. Yeah. I'm going to eat a breakfast Actually, sandwich. in my fridge is still, I saw it this morning. I forgot Amy, it was in there. Is that cold brew you brought me? Yeah. yeah. Hey, Amy's scared Just right for now. you. Amy, you know why Amy, you know why Amy like, got quiet? I jump in? Here's, I feel bad. This is why Amy got quiet. Because I attacked her. I'm a, I'm a voice of the people. I'm like, well, no, I'm a voice for I'm all. I'm an advocate for I'm the people. I'm an advocate for the people. <laughs> yeah. She You're had advocate. a mission when she came on, and then it, it just all exploded from there. <laughs> hey, Mike Tyson, everybody's got a plan until they get hit in the Seriously. mouth. Yeah, Definitely. actually, Stop Definitely. so last week's episode was when my tooth was all jacked, and I tried, I tried to you say something. Tr- you have trouble with your tooth? 
Did you uh, go to the dentist? Know. Not like Frank. Hey, did you go? Hold on. Did you go? Did Frank you go the, went to the dentist. You went to the dentist. dentist. Chris went to the dentist. I and went she to went the to the dentist. Who, like, who's your new doctor? Not the guy you recommended. It wasn't Dr. Patel? No. no. She doesn't trust because, you. No, I do. No, no I do. It's I okay. don't like driving, and the guy that you suggested <laughs> is far from me. Far from Amy. <laughs> The dentist that I picked, you guys, is only, it's literally a She 30, ran there. Did you like them? It's a 30-second drive, <laughs> and it's, a t- it's like a five-minute oh, walk. you didn't answer. No, I did. I did. They thought I was so funny. No, and you didn't answer. Yes. No, I like them. still not answering. They thought I was so funny, and- Them thinking I, you're funny doesn't make them good dentists. How's your dentist. teeth no, no. They liked me no, a lot. they liked me a lot, and I invited <laughs> them. Guys, I invited them to Pantano. As I mean, I'm sitting in the dentist chair with my mouth open. Was it as they were swiping your credit card? Like, Ooh, no. Were you paying them? to? No, them? it was before oh. that. <laughs> so here's the thing. I, well, I appreciate all the things you just said. That doesn't make them a good dentist because no, they like you. No, they were a good dentist. And they told me my teeth were perfect. That's why Did she likes them. Did you make an appointment really? when you left? Did they? Okay. That's Did how they, they get you back. Did they? You do yes. have a beautiful smile. And they were honest. They didn't scam me or anything because they could have scammed me. Mm. So, and they didn't. And did, they, did they scan you? Like your teeth? Did they scan your teeth? No, they did like other things. All oh, the, they're what? supposed oh, to do, start oh, with Don't things. do that. A little <laughs> ASMR going on. I'm like, you got to stop that. Chompy Chomp over here. You got to stop that. They were a good dentist. So who's your dentist? What's his, his name? His name is Dr. Allen. Dr. Allen. The man with two his, first names. Is that his first name? Allen is no, his first Alan name. No, Allen is his last and name. Do you know what his first name is? Allen. Doctor. You <laughs> she's like, doctor. She's like, oh. It says DR. What's that <laughs> mean? Dr. Uh, Allen. But he, but he really likes Dr. Is his name Dominican Republic? Oh, they thought I was funny. Dominican Republic. That's all that matters. That's as long all as that matters, it, you guys. Whether they do a good hey, for job. what it's worth, I will say, Amy is like, I, I tell you this all the time. I'm like, she's like the sunshine when she comes in the office. I'm like, I... Amy can just hang out everywhere all day. Yeah. I, this is my favorite thing. Just you're, laugh. Amy's also like a puppy. Like if something's going oh, on in the office, like puppy. you just you're like you're like, what's going on in here? Hey, what's happening? Like, uh-huh. can I be a part of it? Like, and it if doesn't you matter say what something is. that's like she loves, she goes slay, and I <laughs> love it. Slay, that's true. My favorite is when she gets real excited. She's like, guys, 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 guys. That's guys. Well, or if she's attention. embarrassed, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! See, uh, you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Guys. I like that she whispered it like we were gonna hear. Like nobody can hear you. Right like her inside, her inside voice just came outside. She moves away from the mic, even She's, though it's still yeah, right like, there. Which I can just turn it up further. That's all. Yes. Like, uh, I feel like her inside voice came out of her mouth real quietly though. She's like, oh, I do do that. Like, <laughs> um, this is where you learn a lot about. You know yourself. what I like about this episode yeah. is that this is actually really a love fest for Amy. Is mm-hmm. what this is today. Yep. Well, she deserves it. I, I would oh, agree. It's nice. You guys. I would agree. Um, and next time you're on, we'll we'll uh, we'll have a legit coffee to oh. be the opposite. <laughs> Apparently, Amanda just wants to destroy you on the next episode, but this episode we pull you up to pull you right back Boom, down. Roasted. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard. All right, let me get me out of coffee time because I took a weird turn with the advocate of the people over here. Um, Why is Amanda crying? She's um, been crying the entire time. Literally, she's had that thing in her hand. She, she pees Don't out of her eyes a lot. <laughs> I knew that was coming. It's the bags. It's not. I have no bags. Right there. I'm looking at one. Just like they fill with with fluid. Oh, gross. Oh, don't do that again. No, no, don't do that again. I'm glad. This is why we don't video the podcast right here. Yeah. You okay with her? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Amy. Amy, do I look like I could be part Asian? What? Amy, why are you moving away from the mic when you talk? Can <laughs> I cough? Why are you asking Amy Call. this question? I feel awkward about because everything. Part because Asian. I'm Asian. <laughs> so there's, a, there's a, a lot of people have, have said that you are of Asian descent. I get asked a lot. I could see why people ask okay. that. I was hoping you wouldn't say that. <laughs> no, no offense to it, but he, it's, it's like people are convinced. Super awkward. Oh, she's doing it. I've had so many people so say to many. me that are like, so it, like, where is she from like Korea? Is she from, like, I'm like. I think she's from Vale. Like I, I, I don't really know. Talking I don't know. Amanda, talking yeah. about you. Yeah. yeah. What's your descent? Uh, You're from Benson or somewhere. Irish, that, that Scottish. Way. I'm from Tucson. Eastside. Um, <laughs> Sc- Scottish, Irish, and Native American. All right. And a scosh of Asian. Scosh. <laughs> what's the scosh? How much? What's the a percentage? splash like oat milk? Uh, yeah, you are not the oat milk. <laughs> that of wasn't your... a splash. That was like that was a, a cannonball. That yeah. was a cannonball. <laughs> yeah. You cannonball it. I like it. Did you have you done a DNA test? I have. So is is there actually I do a actually Native a skosh? American? Did it and a say skosh? It Can did. you spell it? What's the per- Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So what's what's the percentage? It was like three percent. 
Okay. It wasn't high. But Native That's American was That's not really like how you spell Amy. Amy was concerned. She's still... S-K-O-S-H? <laughs> She's trying to figure out what letter O-S-H is. Is it even S-K? I think it's S-C-H. That's Skadoosh. Okay, to get us out of here, we got some stuff we got to talk about, things coming up. And what the first thing I would like to talk about coming up is student ministry. You guys have some stuff coming up this week and the next couple weeks. Go ahead, Amy. We have our not-so-Halloween party tomorrow night. What's a not-so-Halloween party? Well... It's, it's Halloween, a, it's, but like not it's so a much. Church Halloween party. <laughs> <laughs> it's a church Halloween. It's a, it's like a a fa- family fun fest. Oh. No, oh. <laughs> it's like a. It's Hello. <laughs> so Frank, you want to take this back over? Because <laughs> I feel awkward about everything you're saying so right now. We have our Halloween party coming up. Uh, not actually, so Halloween party. Not so Halloween not party. Not so Halloween party, but it is a Halloween party. There'll be trunk or treat. Yeah. It's just for students. Uh, we'll have some lawn games. We're going to be giving stuff away. But you're going to have some what games? Lawn games. I thought I you said lawn games. I was, I was like, like, what are short games? I, like, I, like, you know, I heard like, lawn. I heard lawn. lawn. Thank you. You're I heard just lawn. Because you guys are, yeah. You know, you know what that means, though. You speak yard games. There you go. I like Yard games. I like that better. We're advocates Learn. for the people. So you're doing jarts? So we understand. I'm Folgers. an advocate for the people. <laughs> are, there, are there jarts? Did she just say? Are, no, those are dangerous. Church insurance said they wouldn't cover They make safe jarts now that don't have pointy parts. They have the flat part. Wait, what yeah. are jarts? I think Roger told me that we Did could use Did you say what are jarts? Yeah. What Long darts? Lawn darts? With them. Yeah, have you never played lawn? Oh, no, she's too young. That was outside uh, of her realm done. of safety of life. Yep. They would have they had to used wear to a have helmet. <laughs> giant metal tips <laughs> on them, and you would throw rack. them up, and they would hit people in the head. Well, they would not hit people in the head. But they they're would, supposed there to stab the ground. There was a target. The they stabbed the ground. You throw them. They're weighted if, on one end. You throw them. hit a person? Well, that's why they're now that's flat and made out of plastic. Mm. Now, Here's they're, a, now they're boring. Let me ask you. Yeah. yeah. Growing up with jarts in my life. Yeah. Growing up with jarts. Did you ever know anyone that got hit in the head with a jart? Because we were smart enough to get out of the way. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're throwing out- Like, we would have fights with them. jarts with jorts? Jorts. Jorts. Oh, yeah. Jorts that would be a good party. You know about a great Jorts with Jorts? That's a good party. Jorts with Jorts? Mm-hmm. Jorts and Jorts? Yeah. Yeah. Lots of denim. I hit, oh, Lots of denim. Lot Cut of off denim. denim. Oh, yeah. Frayed. yeah w- with, with probably a tank Lots top. Lots of fray. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. And boots. With the fur. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody. Okay, so back to the Halloween, not oh, yeah. so Halloween party. That thing. So you got it's gonna be fun. lawn games. Yeah. What else? Trunk or treat. <laughs> Trunk or treat. Lawn games. We're having a costume party. Uh, yes. Amy, why don't you tell them the thing we're most excited about the Halloween party? Is Amy's costume. Oh. <laughs> Pressure now. No, so, it's not my costume. the thing that oh. is opening tonight <laughs> uh, at no, midnight. at midnight. Go ahead. Opens tonight. Is we have registration for one day Woo! opening tomorrow. One which day. Is our so event. one day. So one day is coming in one day? Uh, it's coming mm-hmm. in January 27th, January 2024. One day. Coming one to Pantano. Day. One day. So one day. One day. <laughs> It's going to be amazing. Um, it's one day. It's a what we're calling it is a one day camp experience, so that we can um, prep everybody who didn't have a chance to go to camp last year, have a day ex- to experience what that looked like. It will also be an opportunity uh, for us to refocus going into the second semester. It'll mm-hmm. be an opportunity for worship, opportunity for connection with other students. Um, it will also be an opportunity to hear some very dynamic speakers, three of which are at this table. Um, and Amanda, so, you're speaking. All the yeah. speakers. I'm probably going to be taping. I'm not, I am. I'm not. Oh yeah. Oh, we have. Okay. Yeah. You're actually speaking. I mean, not. You're not. Give me a mic. I'll talk. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Well, Turn off the lights and I'll go to <laughs> <laughs> the extreme. Um, Rock mic. Oh. Light up a stage. Just watch. Jump, jump like, like a candle. candle. Dance. Dance. All right. All right. <laughs> One day. And go ahead, Amy. One day. You know what's cool about that, though? It's going to be amazing. You guys got to stop <laughs> Well, that. you got to stop talking like that, because I want to see what you're saying. I'm not going to just look at Amy while you're talking. That's weird. She'd there's be all a, awkward. It, there's a lot of time and space between camps, and so mm-hmm. it brings them back into that excitement. And they're, they get to, like, because camp was... I mean, they get into it yep. and excited mm-hmm. and they connect and it's like, it's re-energizing them. Well, as we were looking at the the rhythm for the year, right right in that beginning of the second semester is one of those Stagnant. lull times. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. where people have gotten distracted and doing all yep. the different things, right? And so doing an event right there Smart. allows our students to refocus and then push into camp mm-hmm. because we use, a lot of times churches take uh, students to camp and just say, hey, go have fun. Yeah. For us, we want them to have fun, but it's strategic. It's like yeah. we're going to use this as a springboard. Intentionality. Yeah, exactly. So wait, they're going to go and not just sit and take, but then they're going to leave and make. Go and make. Go and make. Yeah. 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 Leave and make. <laughs> leave the camp and make stuff. No, I like it better the way that you made it up, not the whole leave. Yeah, the go and make, not sit and take. Yeah. Yeah. Skadoosh. Yeah. And so. Skosh. <laughs> just a skosh. A skosh skadoosh. Just yes. a, the spire. Spire. Um, spire. Anything else going on in student ministry we need to be letting people know about? 
Wednesday nights keep rolling. Yep. Wednesday nights is is uh, rolling right now. The we place have, to be because oh, I go man. now and I'm not. Well, even it's one of those things where every week I, I want to say last week insane. There were about 45 students that I had never met before. Yep. And so it's one of those. Hey, you got to be careful though. If a man is starting to show, it's kind of like when Facebook was just for college students, but then <laughs> they let your mom and dad on. It, it oh. loses its cool I'm really quick. Cool. Well, okay. we we have a couple have people like her who graduated no. like 25 years ago who are still wearing their letter jackets. So she's okay. Uncle Rico. It was 21 years ago. Yeah, and oh. she actually was telling me how she played soccer, and she said I could have kicked a soccer ball over those mountains, and we would have won. She was Uncle Rico. Yeah. That's accurate. But I'm cool. I walk in, and they all know me, <laughs> and they hug cool. me. <laughs> you got to tell people you're cool. You're not cool. I'm just telling you. My uh, mom. Cool. My mom says I'm cool. Yeah, I am. They yeah. think I am. You think Pete they make me cool. feel like I am. Mm. No. Yeah, <laughs> a little Billy they, Madison. Right? They so appreciate they, older folks. Yeah, they do, and, and they feel invested in by old people. Uh, it's it's so one you, of those <laughs> where we're connecting with students all over the place. Uh, we just want our students to show up, know that they matter, and then go into the world and let. Them so know when you're matter. hearing this podcast, it's actually Wednesday, and that means the not so Halloween Halloween party is tonight. Is tonight, when you're hearing this, Wednesday, 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 uh, Wednesday, 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 mm-hmm. one day, and uh, and then Wednesday nights are continuing to go after that. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. we're gonna have Wednesday nights all the way. Uh, we'll we'll we will not have on the week of Thanksgiving. We'll not have Wednesday night, and then we will not uh, like two weeks around Christmas. Yeah, uh, we won't. But we'll be feeding into the New Year's Eve event. Which you guys have you guys talked about that yet? That's on the list. Wait, well, way to put it no, out now. I guess, I guess, we guess are. we're talking about it now because Frank well. brought it up. Actually, we are having a New Year's Eve block party here at Pantano, mm-hmm. and we're gonna have Let's three. Go. We're gonna have three different hours of uh, midnight. Yep. So if you got young kids, you come at nine o'clock, and we're gonna we're gonna have a big like celebration in the auditorium and uh, ring in the new year, and then yep. we're gonna do it all over again at eleven o'clock, yeah, and then we're 10, gonna do it all over, and we're gonna do it at twelve, yep. and we're gonna have. Uh, games out in the courtyard. We're going to have food trucks. We're going to have music. We're going to have all sorts of stuff going on. Uh, Family-friendly event. Bring your neighbors. Bring your ones. Um, mm-hmm. We noticed a couple of years ago when we moved here, unless you're over 21, there's nothing to do after 9 p.m. Yep. yep. Like, you just can't even get anywhere. Yep. And I'm like, well, I want to do something. And I'd like to do something with people I like. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of young families in our church that may want to do something with other people they like, too, and bring their friends along for it. And so, Well, my 9-year-old um, cannot stay up till midnight, and he's never experienced a ball You drop. cannot stay up till midnight. Yes. And... So he's. I get to experience a ball. So drop. wait, yeah. wait, wait. If you're mm. staying up that late, will the bags under your eyes grow? Probably. And my anger. Oh. And our anger towards and you. And if I right don't now. eat, I'll be hangry. It's going to be interesting. I'll be like a werewolf. I feel like you're getting angry right now. I am. She's, I am actually not eating. Today. She's actually a little angry too. I can tell. It's you're angry. It's in her. Mm-hmm. It's in the bag on the left side of her eye. It's it's right there. That's the angry eye. Oh, uh, I can see, see there it. There. <laughs> Twitchy twitchers. Um, Jonathan, yeah. get her a snicker hey, stat. A couple right. other things that are coming up. We've got rooted launches in January, yes. which mm-hmm. I know you're like, why are you talking about January? Because it's almost November. It yeah. And it's coming quickly. And uh, you need to get signed up for rooted. It's coming in the middle of January. Uh, we've got Christmas Eve is coming. We've got six services this year on mm-hmm. Eve, Eve, and Eve. So the 23rd and 24th, uh, 357, 357, all, mm-hmm. all six services identical right here on campus. Uh, I heard they're going to have note, some cool live about, hosts. Too. Oh, let's go. We're not actually okay. high Oh, we are high-fiving. Yeah, okay. we did. Um, that's what it is to high-five That's what it's like person. to touch another human being. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Um, last year for Christmas Eve, I had friends um, around the country, and I'm talking to them, and they're like, oh, man, Christmas Eve is such a beatdown. I'm telling you, I'm mm-hmm. pumped for Christmas Eve. Oh, I'm so I love excited. Christmas Like, God doesn't, it's yeah. not just a cel- It's not just a service that you come to with your family or you have to go to. Like, this is a celebration. Mm-hmm. It is something that you and your families do not want to miss. Yeah, well, it's going to be fun. And it's going to be built up from week one until Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's new series. I, I'm not even going to talk about that yet. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll promo that in a couple of weeks. Yep. Um, this is going to be a Christmas like in, unlike any other. Yep. yep. With what we're doing around it, all those kind of things. Um, Amy, let me ask you, what are you most excited about what's coming up at Pantana right now? Mm. Putting you right on the spot because you didn't get this question early. Because Amanda didn't say, don't prompt her. What am I most excited about? Gosh. Well, I'm biased, but I am excited for one day. Yeah. One day's going to be good. Uh, Yeah. See what she did there? I like that she totally ignored your little prompt. I'm not a good mouth. I I didn't even know what she said. You're a mouth breather? I didn't even know what she said. She doesn't know what she said. Uh, I'm excited for one day for you guys. Why are you excited? I'm excited for one day because it does give students who have never experienced camp to experience Mm. it just for one day. But also... All of our kids who have gone to camp with us, mm-hmm. it gives them an opportunity to invite yeah. their friends and experience something that they I, loved and changed I'm their life. I'm excited for one day because I'm actually, I get to speak for it, for yep. part of it. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, like, mm-hmm. anytime I get to speak for students, it's always a bonus for me because yep. I, I, in all seriousness, I am at that age where I'm like, eh, do they really want to hear from me? 
Um, but I, I feel like I still have a connection with our student ministry and I like spending time with our students and I, I believe in our students. And, and so I'm, I'm humbled and honored that I get to come speak for that, speak into your students. Cause I love spending time with our student ministry. And, um, well, shout out to you on that because most, not most, I can't group everybody together, but a lot of senior leaders, a lot of lead pastors are like, Hey, you guys go do student ministry over there. You figure it out. Cause you're weird and influence things. The reason we're growing across the board is because you're invested in every ministry. You're invested in making sure the student ministry reaches every student in Pima County. You're invested in making sure that every uh, kid in Pima County is being connected with, right? And so that allows us as student pastors, as this gen pastors, to be able to say we need to figure out how to make our culture cohesive across the board. Yeah. And and I think that's a little bit of the secret sauce is is us strategically doing that, but you empowering us to make sure that we're cohesive. Well, and I've had leaders like that in my life, my entire ministry yeah. career um, as well. Um, the other thing, Server City is coming up in a week and a half uh, when you hear this. And uh, it's one of my favorite days of the year. We send our entire church, we shut down campus in the sense that we don't have our typical Sunday morning worship service, but we are going to go serve and worship all over the city. And uh, so I'm really excited. If you've not signed up for Server City yet. Get signed up. There's projects open now. We're adding projects every day. Um, like my, my wife and daughter are working at a school over um, like off of Pantano just down the road mm. and uh, they're doing some painting. They're doing some murals. They're doing some stuff for the school. There's uh, work projects. There's building projects. There's painting projects. There's there's loving on our first responders projects. Like yep. There's all sorts of stuff. There's things happening on this campus. If you have child care needs on that weekend and you need your kids somewhere, you need to sign up early let them know because we will have childcare on campus for you. Um, but I, it's one of my favorite days of the year. I'm, I'm really excited for Serve Our City. So uh, anything else coming up, Amanda, that we need to be aware of? Well, this weekend you're going to start TAG. Yeah, but I'm not talking about that right now. Well, I'm going to talk about this weekend. Why are, why are you letting the cat out of the bag oh, early? come on. We've talked about it before. We're talking about TAG. It's a game that you played when you were a kid. Yeah. yeah. And then we're going to talk about Red Rover the next weekend. Yep. Because we're going to send you all over. That's actually fun. You like what I just did that right there? Good. That was on I the fly. That was really good. What about Duck, Duck, Goose? No, that doesn't heads up, fit, seven bro. Up. That doesn't work. Oh, that doesn't work. I was talking about Server City. We're going to send you hey, all forever. over. Do you remember when we played Dig Dug on Atari? That yep. was fun. Uh, I just bought Kate an Atari. They have, it has 2,600 games. Or 26, mm, yep. Yeah. They have 2,600. Yep. Costco. Yep. yep. Yeah. yeah. It's dope. Yeah. I, I screwed Zenby. up, so I changed the subject. Yeah, you did. Hey, thank That's you guys bad. for being on today. Uh, I'm glad you guys are here. Our student ministry, if you need a great place to plug in, uh, be a difference maker, I would yes. argue our student ministry is one of the best places yep. to do it. They take really good care of their leaders, uh, but you also get to have an impact of legacy that lasts for a really long time and generations to come. Uh, you can help these kids that are dealing with a lot of boulders in their life uh, become bolder with their faith as they lead their friends to Jesus Amen. and they help you lead other people to Jesus. Um, if you would do us a favor, if you'd like this, subscribe to this, share this, it gets the word out so we can help other people go and make not sit and take so let's go from sunday takers to everyday makers we'll see you on the next episode of the make Inspire.